Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Kim Akrig and we are talking about how to combine the metaphysical and the physical to manifest the business of your dreams. If you want to learn how to combine woo-woo and work ethic, strategy and manifestation, then stay tuned. This is for you. Hello everyone. I hope you're having an incredible day. So today I wanted to talk to you all about conscious friendships and like Something someone asked me a little while ago is like, where do you find your tribe? And um, as someone who has moved countries, cities, places multiple times, I feel like this is something I'm really good at is like coming to a new place and then creating a friend group for myself. But also in the age that we're in right now with like COVID going on and everyone's sort of being stuck in their house, it's like, how do you form friendships? How do you make friends? How do you like foster connection with people when you can't actually see them in person? And I have a couple tips for this, but I also thought I would go to a couple of my friends and ask them what their advice was on navigating conscious friendships and asking them questions around like how do you find friends and also how do you know when it's time to let go of a friendship because some things are not meant to last forever. Sometimes people come into your life for a little bit and then it's time for them to go. So yeah, um, I guess briefly my tips would be I've made a lot of friends by just knowing what I like and then going and seeing where can I do that activity. So for instance, because I've worked from home quite a lot, when we were allowed to, I worked out of a co-working space and that's a great way to meet people. I also would go on to the Facebook group for podcasts that I liked and I would sometimes just post a post and be like, hey, does anyone live in Australia? Or like, does anyone want to connect? And I would see who would come out of that. And I've actually met quite a lot of people. And you already know you have something in common with them because you're listening to a podcast on that topic. So it's like you already know you're going to have that thing in common with each other. Another way is by joining online memberships or taking online courses that have like a community as part of it or that like say they're conducted via Zoom and you can sort of interact with each other over Zoom, but a membership is sometimes better for this because you're like in that container for longer, but it's the same kind of thing. Like you meet people and you straight away, you already know you have something in common with them and it just makes for a really good way for you to find people who you know you like the same things as each other and you can just open up a dialogue, whether that's like, like via Instagram voice memos or like sending each other DMs um and then if you are in the same place like meeting up with him in person or if you travel like how fun is it to go travel to places where you already have friends and you can hang out with them in person so that's kind of it from me. I will hand it over to the rest of the girls but I also just wanted to mention to you that the books are open for RTT sessions right now and so if you don't know RTT stands for rapid transformational therapy and basically the way that it works is say we're going to just use the example of a client of mine we're not giving any names but she was really struggling with feeling like she was she was struggling to form 
like long-lasting relationship. She'd been married. It didn't work out. Um, she had another shorter-term relationship. That didn't really work out for her, and she just was confused. So, like, she's like, I want to be in a relationship, but it just doesn't seem to be working for me. And so we go back into your memories and we find out when did this pattern start and it's usually from the ages of zero to seven roughly 14 like it usually comes from an earlier stage in your life and for her it was really about like she always felt different and like anytime she'd try and integrate with friends she always felt like the odd one out she always felt like she was made fun of and so her mind kind of created the meaning for her that being lonely was safer for her and so of course you can imagine if your mind has created the meaning that you being alone is how you are safest it's gonna subconsciously block you from ever forming like deep relationships with people that are meaningful because it to your mind it's only ever trying to keep you safe and to it that's like the scariest thing so your conscious and subconscious aren't always talking to each other on the same level because your conscious mind can say like, yes, I do want to be in a relationship. But if your subconscious doesn't support that, then it's going to be blocking you whether you're aware of it or not. So in the session, we, un we uncover what is the root cause of where this issue started, where it came from. We change the meaning for you of that thing, and then we imprint you with new positive beliefs and the results are incredible. So if you have something that you feel like has been an issue for you for your whole life, say you've never felt confident, you're struggling to feel worthy of success, um, you feel like you say keep dating the same person over and over again no matter how hard you try not to these are all things that we can work on with rtt so if that sounds like you reach out on instagram send me a dm i'm at kim.akriggg or you can send me an email through my website which is kimacrig.com i am taking bookings for this month right now so if you know one of them is yours and your intuition feels like it's a fit reach out and let's see what we can do so without further ado, I'm going to hand it over to the girls and I hope you love it. Hello everyone. My name is Christy and I'm a life strategist and an astrologer and I live on the beautiful Gold Coast here in Australia. You might be able to notice though I have a little bit of an accent and I am originally from New Zealand however I've been in Australia since 2005 so I claim to be Australian however I absolutely love that you have asked this question Kim and thank you also for asking me as well to participate on the topic of creating conscious friendships because it's so interesting that I probably value this more in my 30s than I ever have before. I think when I was a teenager, I just had lots of friends and I wanted to have lots of great people around me. And then in my 20s, I really struggled to make great connections uh, like I was craving. And then in my 30s, I think because I've stepped more into who I am as a person and there's a level of authenticity, I've also been open to receive some amazing people walk into my life. So creating conscious friendships is totally my jam. So what I thought I would share is that I had made a conscious decision as a business owner. I was last year trying to stretch myself and be 
present in so many different online platforms and social channels. And towards the back end of last year, I was like, why am I doing this? I just love Instagram. I want to channel all of my energy into this platform because I have a podcast as well. I was really only promoting it on Instagram. And so all of my incredible new friendships have come from one of two places in the last six months or even 12 months. Instagram is one. I am meeting the most incredible babes via Instagram. And I think it's because I've consciously chose to direct energy into that platform and build relationships in that platform. But also too, as a business owner, I've had to realize that I have now different friends for different things. So in the beginning, I only had a group of friends around me that I'm lucky enough to have an amazing um, couple of close friends that I've known for over 10 years now, which I purely met um, when I had a career change in my life. But since moving back to the Gold Coast a couple of years ago now from Sydney, Sydney was such a lonely place for me because all of my friends were when I worked in the corporate world and they were all via work. And one thing that I was really intentional about when I moved back here is that I wanted to make lots of friends and find really great people, which I've actually managed to do. So Instagram has definitely been one of those places um, which I have just adored. And also since starting a business, that's been another way because I'm really the only one in my initial group of friends that has started a business. And so I had to really go out there and find people that were on the same level of me, as me. Like, and when I say same level, I'm meaning like the trials and tribulations that you go through as a business owner, unless you have a business, it's kind of can be really difficult. But I do want to premise here as well, because I have a podcast that is all about the exploration of self. So it's about diving into into the depths of who the person is and it's unedited and it just allows me to really connect with a person on a really deep level. I formed some really beautiful friendships from just having conversations that are recorded for the podcast. So there have been some of the the places that I have been meeting amazing women, and I feel very blessed because of that. Now, in regards to staying in touch with friends right now, especially while we're in the this moment of having a global pandemic, is I'm a massive voice note person. So with the clients I work with, I have them on a platform like an app called Voxer where I can send them voice notes. It's a great way for them to connect. I With my friends, I actually use iMessage voice notes and also WhatsApp. And I do that with my besties on the daily because I've just, I do that anyway, but we're probably doing that even more now than ever before, just so that we can feel connected because we haven't been able to see each other as often in person. And then also too, there's been a couple of hangouts and Kim, you've been awesome. We've had a couple of, we've thrown a couple of house parties on House Party, the app as well, which has been a great way to just like just feel more connected rather than disconnected in a time like this. But another thing I kind of wanted to highlight here is at the very beginning of trying to adjust to this new way of living, especially when it comes to isolation. And even though I'm an extrovert, I do recharge as an introvert, I was really craving community. And so I took a really bold move. And what I did is I 
decided rather than trying to find a community to participate in to cultivate friendships, I would create my own. So I launched a digital course but one of the core values of that course was to create community and to see the community that's been built from this course launch has just blown me away. And the magic that I'm seeing from the women that are participating is just so damn incredible. So I have just been absolutely loving that. And last but not least, in regards to your questions, um, how do you know when it's time to let go of a friendship? <laughs> Honey, I have had to let go of lots of friendships or at times emotionally distance myself, especially since stepping into starting a business two years ago. And it's really interesting to see um, what, what can happen to people when they're triggered by your success. And so some of the um, key elements I wanted to highlight here is that I've had to let go of friendships when the person doesn't want to help themselves. I think that naturally, as a life strategist, I help people. And so in the beginning, a lot of my friends were coming to me and they were wanting advice or they were wanting support. And some of those people weren't willing to take on board what I had to share with them, um, or I found that that was quite cyclic in terms of the information I was sharing with them. It was like we were going around and around in circles. But there comes a time and a place where you have to let go of somebody if they're not willing to show up for themselves at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, too, I just don't have time to continue to have this conversation with them. And I find sometimes with those people, it's just easily it's more easy to emotionally detach over time. Sometimes you're going to have to have a conversation with somebody to say, this relationship isn't serving me anymore. And sometimes it's okay to just completely detach over a period of time. Let them down gently and slowly. Also too, if somebody's showing up and the energy is negative, but it's not just because of the place that they're at right now, that's another red flag for me in regards to having to let go of that person. And... Last one, which I did have to deal with last year, is when somebody projects their judgment onto me um, and that they are starting to question my life choices, especially when the life choices I'm making are positive. And normally I say that's a trigger for, based on that other person in regards to where they're at in their life because judgment always is a reflection of somebody else rather than yourself. So that's just how I suppose... I invest time into my relationships and also what I look at holistically with the relationships in my life. I feel very lucky that I don't necessarily have to let go of people in my life very often. I feel like when you're open, you're able to receive and also like attracts like. So I have so many bomb.com relationships in my life and I just feel really blessed because of it. Hello, my name is Arisa Fisher. I live in Los Angeles, California, and I am an esthetician and jewelry maker. How do you go about creating conscious friendships and tips on where to find friends and how you've met the ones that I have? So my way of meeting friends is typically just really organic. Um, I've actually relocated to Los Angeles about three years ago and I ended up working for a sustainable clothing brand for a little while while I was in transition from one esthetician job to another 
and I ended up meeting five really incredible women working there. Um, not all of them necessarily are super into spirituality or um, the esoteric or all of the holistic things that maybe I've been into, but we all have a sense of community. And I think we really all had that underlying like greater good in mind, which I feel like led to creating a conscious relationship. Whereas uh, we're still into fashion, we're still into girly things like makeup or going out to have drinks or dinner or whatnot, which I guess that is a friendship. Um, but it's not always like so heavy. I think a lot of the times we think like we have to have this super intense, like full fledged just like meditating all the time or studying all the time or, you know, just making every moment meaningful for it to have like a conscious aspect. Um, but it's been really nice because it all kind of happened organically. And then also when I met Kim and Christina through the Magical Women and Money um, group for with Natalia Benson I think that just also kind of happened organically and like we were just put together by our signs and I think rising sign and um, where we were in the world and it's just been like really awesome growing a friendship from the internet where we haven't even specifically met each other in person but we have this really strong connection through voice notes and memos and gratitudes and just sharing our visions together which I feel like is super powerful the last one or sorry not the last the third question how are you staying in touch with your friends you have during COVID so with the lockdown um here in California at least and in LA we've been in isolation for I want to say like over four weeks. I honestly can't remember at this point, but I've been keeping in contact with all of my close friends through Instagram, through stories, through um, Zoom meetings and FaceTime. We've been doing the games on Zoom and just having kind of like virtual happy hours together and sending voice messages and pictures and just like really, I guess, utilizing our phones so much more. I never really used to call people on the phone and just, like, talk to them. I'd always, like, text, and then we'd, you know, create a um, time to meet up. And with COVID, it's definitely, like, changed and altered the way that we're able to keep in contact and communication. But thank God for the internet. I'm so grateful because it's been able – it's been – it's allowed us to stay – in connection and in contact with people and that's definitely something that I've struggled with in the past being um, really prone to anxiety and depression with self-isolation and kind of like forcing myself to be more outgoing uh, which is one of the reasons I love what I do is connecting with people and my job and not being able to do that has definitely been very challenging but um yeah, it's been it's been really awesome to have the internet and the phone to keep in touch with people. Ooh, the last question: How do you know when it's time to let go of a friendship? This can be really challenging. Um, I've definitely had a few instances over the last couple of years where I realized that somebody no longer aligned with my values, my core values, or 
kind of where my trajectory was going where you know they just were more of a negative person or they were like trying to bring me down and not really allowing me to be like my true self and I am not one for like confrontation and so typically like those friendships really just I would say like what you what is that what you nurture progresses and so if you're not nurturing that relationship if you're just not reaching out you're not calling you're not returning messages it's just going to naturally kind of fade away and I think like I don't know if that's necessarily just like running away but sometimes you don't really have to like go out and make a big deal about it and make a conversation and you know this and that I mean if, if it is to that point where you really need to like sit down have a conversation say this is what's not working for me then go ahead and do that but for me like usually things just sort of fizzle out whether it's like moving away or just like losing contact and I think the universe just aligns you with the people that you're meant to be with as long as you're on your natural path you're going to find those people that you know are meant to be in your life during that time so thank you so much Kim for asking these questions Hi everyone, my name is Christina. I live in sunny Los Angeles, California here in the United States and I am currently transitioning into opening up my own nutrition consulting business which I hope to have open sometime this summer or in the fall. This is actually pretty interesting for me to reflect on because I would say up until maybe last year, last fall, um, last spring, I'm sorry, I actually felt just so lonely. I didn't have any friends. Um, I like uh, going back about five years ago. I had like such a big group of friends. We were like five to ten of us. We would always go out, always party. Um, this was my earlier twenties, so it was just like party, 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 and fun, 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 and it was just so amazing. And then in twenty twelve, like many of us, I felt like I had like this drastic switch of my life and I went through a period where I lost all of my friends and my best friend moved to Las Vegas and she still lives there now and I just didn't have friends I didn't know how to make friends I didn't know where to make friends at um, work friends became more complicated and so that didn't work out for me and then the more I moved up in my business and in the leadership management role, the more I couldn't have friendships because you have to have that boundary. So I don't really consider work any of my colleagues work for, you know work work friends because it's kind of difficult when you have to be a leader. And then I would say up until last spring, I um, when I was in one of my courses, I met my friend Amanda, and we're still best friends to this day. She's a Leo, I'm Aquarius, so it works out. And we just like kicked it off. We ended up being partners for the whole class. We ended up like hanging out outside of school, and that was probably my first real friendship in like a really long time, and it felt really good, and I kind of didn't really know how to start it off or I I was afraid to kind of be myself because I'm like okay this is my one friend don't screw it up um but then it just turned out we're so similar in so many ways and now like we're both just so open with each other it's amazing um so that happened and then a couple months later or maybe it was a year later sorry my timeline is kind of off but I met Kim and we met online <laughs> 
as you know, she's in Australia, and I'm over here in the United States, and we met through um, Natalia Benson. We were both a part of a Magical Woman and Money membership, and then we just got paired together, and we've been talking since then. I think that may have been like June or July, I don't remember, so almost a whole year, and um, that was really good because I was able to talk to someone pretty much every day, and talk about things that I feel like I just didn't have a lot of people to talk to about. I mean, I had my friend Amanda who I talked to and um, we're very similar in spirituality and what we believe in and things like that. But it was just nice to also talk to someone else about it. So just saying what we're grateful for, just talking about like woo-woo things and um, just kind of like seeing each other expand every day and listening to each other, each other's aspirations and dreams was really cool and it still is and it's still inspiring every day there's some days where I'm just like over the day and then I'll hear Kim talk about her manifestations or what she wants to do in the future and it just like will brighten up my day and like give me that motivation that I need to continue um and I think that was really helpful for me because again it's all about like being authentic and if you can't be yourself around your friends who are you really hurting in the end so very grateful for kim for like allowing myself to open up and then we had an addition to the group which who is arissa and arissa um is local so she's near me here in los angeles we have yet to meet we will um and so adding her in also kind of like added a little bit more perspective because now you have three different individuals who do three different things but at the end of the day like we all have a lot in common so I thought that was really cool and um, Arissa and I or Arissa Kim and I still talk almost every single day which is insane because like I mentioned to Kim I don't even talk to my mom every day so I thought that was pretty cool And we, I have met Kim before because she's been here, um, visited the States recently. So it was nice. And it doesn't feel like she's like across the globe from me. It feels like she, I can call her up and drive over to her because it's been that comfortable. But um, I wish it was easier to like actually hang out. And so during the time of, you know, COVID-19, when we're kind of like all stuck in the house, I think uh, this has really been helpful to be able to speak to the girls every day and just like talk about what worked for us what didn't work for us like I'm not afraid to tell them when I had a crappy day um I'm not afraid to tell them about like my fears or about things not working out um so I think it's been really helpful it's almost therapeutic in a sense because you're talk like the way we talk is on the phone so it- it's just like they can listen to it whenever they want I can say it whenever I want, so it it really worked out, which is kind of crazy because usually we're in the era of the internet, so I guess it's not crazy anymore. It's actually convenient and easy and and just accessible, and I think it's really good for mental health, to be quite honest. So, yeah, I had trouble finding friendship, so just to go back to the question, where do you find friends? I think if you're authentic and what's meant to be is meant to be your friendships will come to you and so you kind of have to know who you are because you attract also who what you do and who you are so I think that's something really important to keep in mind 
and to understand when friends are becoming toxic as well because that energy can really just eat you up and bother you even though you really don't want it to so that answers that question hopefully um i think i kind of touched on this how are you staying in touch with with the friends you have during covid with Arissa and Kim, we talk every single morning almost, and we, again, talk about anything and everything. We say what we're grateful for, what we want to manifest. We talk about how we're feeling, um, any business plans, like anything we want to talk about, we talk about. I would say it's easier for me to keep up with them than my actual friends um, who I like live here and I can actually see. Um, I don't know why that is. I think it goes back to the fact that I feel really comfortable around Kim and Arissa because the things that we talk about are just so open and it doesn't feel like a burden. Um, so I think that's uh, something else to remember is when you're talking to your friends, especially during this time, the stressful time, you don't want to continue to add on to their negative, like what is going on in their life. If they lost their job, if they can't see their spouse, like if they have a family member that's sick, um, you want to be that positive light and support them, but also kind of distract them and things like that. So after this, I'm going to text a few friends that I feel like I haven't talked to in a couple of days because it's just a reminder we're all going through things. And um, I think it's also really cool, at least for me and one of my other friends, we send each other funny memes and it just really makes us laugh. Um, So that's another good thing to do. So another question, how do you know when it's time to let go of a friendship? That really is hard, but you have to use your intuition. You have to follow your gut. You have to really sit with yourself and say, how is this relationship affecting me? Just like a romantic relationship, it's the same way. And it's just as hard leaving because you built these memories and you know that it's... you you possibly won't be able to build any more memories but at the same time is someone holding you back i think really having open communication is important if if you feel like your friend is doing something or saying something that just really doesn't align with you like how can you authentically speak to them about it without like without pouring on them you know because everyone has the right to do what they want and say what they want but at the same time you have the right to stick up for what doesn't make you feel good and so it's that really thin fine line that you have to figure out how to initiate the conversation um at the same time and uh, what's meant to be will be meant to be so not everyone's meant to stay in your life some of them are just meant to be a lesson and you have to learn from that lesson unfortunately so I hope that resonates with some of you, um, especially for some of the of you who feel like you don't have any friendships. Um, I was there for a good five years, literally. It was just me and my spouse, um, and that's pretty much it. And that's really hard. I'm an Aquarius, so for me, it's really, really easy to just like shut off my emotions and say it doesn't bother me, but it does bother it did bother me and seeing people go out and go to the beach or have brunch or drink mimosas together or just things like that go get your nails done and I would say that's the wrong way to go about it um is to wish and to look at to just watch people do it I think it hurt me in the end because now I feel a bit awkward about it all like I still don't really know how to go about 
like initiating hey let's go hang out or anything like that um and it just might be my Aquarius side of me but um at the same time I do love that community and it does feel really good when you can just like talk to your friends about things like you don't want to talk to your spouse about um so I think it's really important to understand that sooner than later and do not let your ego take over and know that you're we're human beings like we're social we need to be social we need to go out we need to do something um so just make sure to listen to that voice because that really will help your mental health that that really will help your life and um we have to learn from each other so friendships are a great way to learn so thank you for listening to me and if you have any questions um i'm sure kim will put my information out there if you want to continue the conversation about how to connect with people especially if you lost connections so have a great day everyone bye thank you kim for inviting me to share and thank you listener for your ear my name is melissa and i'm based in melbourne i'm one of those people who loves doing lots of different things so i'm always pursuing all kinds of random projects that totally change from kind of every few months (laughs) Um, Two of the most frequent things you can find me working on are um, tribal belly dance, which I really love, and of course my business, Bombo. So I'm a business designer by trade, which means I create unique business concepts for people, and I also help people that have an existing business um, make what they currently do more fun, more unique, and more competitive. Friendships and connection is such a front-of-mind topic at the moment, Kim. I love that you're shining a light on it, as whilst there are many common threads with the way people approach their friendships, this is really one of those areas that people approach really differently, and it's obviously um, connection uh, has been changed at the moment um, in a pretty radical way. So to start with, I define a conscious friendship as one that feels nourishing to be in, where our values are aligned where there is a balance, so a sense that the relationship flows both ways um, and there's that sort of a give and a take, and um, where there is an element of play and adventure. So I know no friendship is light all the time. Um, I just love being around people that I can laugh at this you know, crazy old world with. So current circumstances are definitely casting the rhythms of my social life into a really clear light. So I've been using this as an opportunity to recalibrate. So I firstly went inwards and was contacting people a lot less, kind of like the level of being on an overseas holiday, mostly just checking in with the people that um, I felt were doing it a bit tougher at this time. So I'm still in the conversation, but I'm a bit more on the fringe. So after I felt reset, Uh, I started adding more contact back in, uh, especially with the individuals and groups that are really, really important to me. I was missing them um, and still am. (laughs) And there were were two really big takeaways that that reset time regarding friendships gave me. One is just realising I'm so lucky to be surrounded by incredible people. It was not always like that for me as I had a few volatile and one-sided relationships in the mix in my past. Um, and it it just got me to this point where I was like, oh my God, I've, I'm, I, right now I'm where I had wanted to be. Um, 
yeah, just the step back made me realize I fill my world with people that are a delight to know and just made me feel really lucky and really grateful. Um, and the other aspect of the reset was around kind of quantity of energy. So I love people, um, but I'm not an extrovert. And I didn't realize that socially I was connecting with people more than was optimal for me. Um, so there's still like a few good friends I haven't been able to connect with as much as I'd like during this time as well. You know, maybe it's a text message or that sort of thing back and forth. But I haven't had that like face to face over, you know, conference call kind of experience as much as I'd like. But I realized that setting this new pace has been really important. And just, I was just seeing like everybody all the time. And I, I was loving that from a friendship perspective, I felt really nourished and connected. But from an individual perspective, I just wasn't, I actually wasn't balanced. And so I'm determined to maintain that as a permanent change. I'm sure I'll get a little bit busier when we're all seeing each other again. I'm sure there'll be a few parties in the mix there. But I, yeah, I really want to make sure that I'm honoring the space that I need, especially in like the kind of phase of life that I'm in at the moment. I think I need that extra balance. So you ask a big one, which is how do I know when it's time to let go of a friendship? So that's a really big one for me. And it's been um, particularly relevant probably over the last five years of my life where I kind of was doing some big work on, you know, a childhood and all of those kinds of things. And I had, um, uh, I was poor at setting boundaries. I didn't really, I had them, but I didn't really know what they were. I didn't really know that that was a boundary or, or which was a boundary and which was a you know, preference, those kinds of things. And so I've been doing a lot of work in that space. Um, and a lot of it for me was that it resulted in a change. So change in myself, change in someone else, both of us changing and it led to us kind of being on different pages. You know, we all go through so many experiences in our lives and it shapes us. And as a result, you can end up on those different pages and for closer friendships in particular, that creates a real tension. Um, for, you know, it can, these things can be, express themselves in so many ways as relationships are so unique. Sometimes it's really small, you know, the conversation doesn't flow like it used to, we're not lighting each other up and it just feels a bit more like an effort. And I think those things are really two-way streets. I'm certain that the other person can feel that as well. Um, so it's really about honouring each other's time by making space that could open a door for something else. And, you know, that could be for either of us or both of us. Um, and interestingly, those friendships years later can sometimes be reignited. It's like an ex, but without any of the bad stuff. You know, you just were like, oh, it's not, it's not kind of happening anymore. Um, and because, because of that, you can have those like really incredible, like where it's like you're catching up on like 10 years of experiences and you're reconnecting and you're both new people. And it's like they've entered your lives again for like a new reason. I really love that experience. But of course, on the closer closer friendships when you do end up on different pages that can be a real tension so I don't need friendships to be perfect all the time you know some of us go through big things and as a result you know they might I might need them or they might need me for for a while more than the other way and so there is there's um it's it's unbalanced but it's because there is a need for that and it's a service so you know it's part of the service of friendship that you can give when another needs I'm more talking about the page where it's a monologue of that person and they've gotten caught up in their, I call it like getting caught up in their story, where the way you hear them talk about themselves, they're, they're proving something to themselves, it kind of sounds like, and there's just a lot of, um, 
a lot of yeah one-sided kind of conversation and even then I can distance myself a little and see if it passes but sometimes it's gone on for long enough or there's enough information from that time that I can see that this is actually a new normal and the balance of give and take has gone um, and you know it's time for me to to let go the other big one for me is around boundaries so usually usually it's when I've changed especially in the, like I said the last sort of five years um, I have a new boundary that I didn't before you know you can set a boundary at any time um, and not everyone is willing to accept different types of boundaries which is about them and their boundaries as well and so that can mark a type of end to a relationship too um, I really I think the sort of big summary of this um, is I like to think of it as that saying um, relationships are there for a reason a season or a lifetime and I know that when something like this comes to an end it's to make space for whatever is around the corner and that's true on both sides of the coin. So um, that's the kind of sentiment, I guess, that I that I hold the TLDR of this um, of this talk. So thank you, Kim, and thank you, listeners, for um, your time. So I hope that was helpful for all of you and gives you a little bit more insight into how to cultivate conscious, conscious friendships, where to find friends online, and how to know when it's time to leave a relationship, which can be tricky sometimes. And if this episode was helpful for you, I'd love if you could screenshot it and share it to Instagram, tag me. I'd love to see what your takeaways are. I'd love to see that you guys are listening. And feel free to share this episode with someone who you think could benefit from listening to it. So I hope you guys have an incredible week and I will talk to you next week. Bye for now.